Welcome to episode 97 of the In General Podcast. My name's Jack, and as always, I'm joined with Chris and Assis. What is going on? Hi. We're on the ASMR Podcast. Oh, yeah. Jurassic. Jurassic. It's not a Lego. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, some, some, some Lego smacking action. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Oh, Lego God. smacking. <laughs> it's good to be back, guys. Good to be back. I love this. Yeah, no, it is I'm nice having back. the pods. The introduction of video as well. Do you remember when we used to used to podcast 2015, 2014, 2015? We used to start with video, and then all of us would have a bad connection, and at some point we would just <laughs> cut the video. It would just drop. The, Im- the days, number man. of Emergency dropouts pods. we used to have. It was, it was authentic, though. It was a cool little, uh, it was a cute little thing back then. People stuck with us. Weirdly For some enough. reason, I don't know why. Yeah, no, they. It's really... funny that back then, if you look at some of those podcasts, they got they got a lot of a lot listens. of views, a lot of a lot views. of views. It's yeah, and our, our Colin, our Colin interview, the Colin interview remains the highest. That makes what sense. Is this? The time, that, you know, uh, the one where we interviewed Colin, and then he was like, "Hey, here's Jay Bayona." Oh my god! Yeah, he was yes, like, "Oh yes, yeah, yes, Jay is yes. walking down the hall. Do you want him?" We had a really structured interview, and then he brought Bayona on, and we were like, "You guys became uh, very uh, flustered." Uh, I can tell. Well, it was like, it oh, was okay. tough because. Well, how do you like dinosaurs? <laughs> we had like it was like really rigid. Like there was like pre pre approved questions that we were like allowed to ask and things that we were allowed to talk about, and obviously Bayona wasn't on that. So as soon as he's like, "Hey guys, you know, like just chat with him, talk to him about whatever," we're like. How? The training wheels came off. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, but it yeah, was also seriously. like, can we? Like, we immediately were like flustered because you know normally yeah, we sort of do whatever. This, this but the test, that was Universal's testing us. You know, that's it. But that was what four or five years ago. Now, oh, yeah, we, God, yeah. we'd be straight up. Now we'd just be like, why? Why was? Uh, why did Fallen Kingdom suck, Bayona? Tell us. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would right. You just ask them straight point blank. What are they going to say? That's we're we're jaded. We're old now. <laughs> yeah. We're old, cynical, and we're doing ASMR. You got a big bushy beard, Assis. I do. That's the army. Blame the army. I do. We blame the army for a lot of things. Taking me away from Jurassic Outpost, boys. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, that is. That's actually the truth. It's actually what happened to the podcast. The army happened to the podcast. Anyways, so. He he went to a literal outpost, though. That's the thing. True. (laughs) He was actually spreading the word of Jurassic Outpost. The, the pens gospel. came with me across Canada, so there you go. That's it. All right, well, guys, it was really nice talking to you today. <laughs> this one, and, uh... great episode, guys. So <laughs> welcome we have, we to have... the episode ninety-seven, <laughs> episode ninety-eight of the In General. Ninety-eight. Oh, God, we are so close to a hundred. What are we doing for a hundred? Uh, me and Jack I... are definitely going to be in Vancouver for sure. Yeah, we should all. There's like no try excuse. And get together yeah why we should do a mass. Really close to us come with I, us i don't think that i'm allowed in the country uh you are soon i think okay yeah okay, I, we'll I don't exactly Patreon, know we're starting only fans we're gonna make sure we can get the money to get chris over here mm-hmm. <laughs> you, heard it, you, heard it, you heard it here first <laughs> link in our link tree We have some very exciting things to talk about, and we're going to do it in the least exciting order possible. So, yes. first up, the captives pre-order. <laughs> no, if you go to... Actually, Chris, you can run us through this. If you go 
to www.jurassicoutpost.com slash store. You Ooh. might be greeted with an interesting graphic. Hell, you might be greeted with an interesting gra- gra- blah, blah, blah. Almost had it, guys. He almost had it. We could almost clip that. All right, let's uh, rewind. Hell, you might be uh, greeted with an interesting graphic on our main homepage. Um, and you might see that we have an exclusive pre-order on the Captive's Mega Egg. Now, what is the Captive's Mega Egg, you might be asking? Oh. Well, Captives are a series of miniature minifigs. Of course, they're miniature mini. The, the minifigs in the name. Well, that's redundant. Anyhow, um, Jack, take it from here. Oh, actually, cease. <laughs> take it from here. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, basically, we're running a sale for a. It's limited. You can't. You literally. There's 250 eggs currently sat in Chris's house. You know that scene in Alien. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the scene right at the end of Godzilla '98 in the, in the subway. <laughs> In the subway. That's what Chris is living like right now. Um, there's 250 Jurassic World official captives mega eggs sat in Chris's house, and we are selling them on Jurassic World. Uh, Assis has a mega egg. Not a mega egg, a captives egg. I do. He has a mini I, egg. I went, ran and got one. A mini yes. egg. Unopened. Unopened. You don't know what's inside. Okay. So, anyways, captives... Captives are minifigures. They're collectible dinosaur minifigures uh, based upon the Jurassic Park films, the Jurassic World films, and Camp Cretaceous. They are really nice, actually. They kind of caught our attention when they launched, I think it was last year. We immediately noticed that they were uh, like a lot better than a lot of the other minifigures on the market. I mean, to be entirely candid, they're a lot better than the Mattel ones. Um, They look quite accurate to the film, have a lot of detail, and have a lot of paint deco. Um, so anyways, the Clash Edition is the new edition of the Mega Eggs with a bunch of new dinosaurs. And then, not Mega Eggs, the Captives Eggs. And then the Mega Egg is a giant egg with more than just the typical um, minifigures. There's a bunch of other things in there. So the Mega Egg is a $20 uh, product, kind of a collector's gift set. And it's available first through Jurassic Outpost. It will eventually hit retailers, um, depending on what part of the world you're in. It might hit sooner rather than later. I can say that in the United States, you'll definitely be able to get it a lot sooner from Jurassic Outpost than you will be able to get it from stores. I'm um, opening one right now as Chris is saying this, by the way, everyone. And uh, yeah, and ours is, uh, ours is you know, we're selling it for the MSRP. We've p- partnered up with Toy Monster to do it. So it's not anything, you're not paying a premium or anything on it. Um, so yeah, go check that out. I definitely recommend them. We're running kind of low on them already. We've sold quite, quite a few. So this will yeah, probably most... one of it might be one of the only chances if you're in the United States to get it at retail price because to be honest with you the mega egg skew might not get picked up until Dominion which means it'll be a different skew it'll be different figures so to get the clash edition figures this might be one of your only chances to get them through the mega egg skew um and definitely one of your first chances to get them in the United States yeah it, it, it is, is a go, very exclusive go deal the slime yeah, so there's slime and, uh, in the eggs, apparently. Yeah. Very, it's very gross. There's slime. Food. There's slime inside <laughs> the eggs. Lava like slime. Um, I'm smelling. I'm like, what is this? It's awful. <laughs> did you eat it? What did it taste like? It's, it's non-toxic, I, but don't eat it. I haven't eaten it yet. Um, <laughs> well, you open the egg thus far, so like, let's figure out what dinosaur's inside. All right, let's do it. This is very exciting for the, uh, the visuals. There's multiple. So he's opening one in the uh, regular egg capsules, and there's going to be multiples of those inside of the mega egg. Wow, we have an unboxing on our YouTube channel, by the way. That. Yeah. Yeah. That is before warned, gunky. people, uh, this is very slimy. and It's also toxic. It, it, it says on the egg you're supposed to wear gloves, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know Can you imagine? Read the instructions, dude. To be yeah, clear, for, incredibly for toxic. Kids. <laughs> incredibly <laughs> okay. toxic. It's basically acid. Initial review. 
the bag is too slippery with the, with the slime. Oh yeah, you gotta use it. your teeth. I'm not putting this in my mouth, dog. It's toxic. It's slime. <laughs> Don't dude. put it anywhere near your mouth. You gotta wash those hands, Aziz. It's made out of pure yeah, sugar. This is horrendous. It's, that's actually edible. It's meant to be eaten. Well, you have why a pen don't they make it edible? Oh, I guess they'd have different licenses for that, right? Yeah, probably. That probably gets very complicated. They have Kinder eggs. <laughs> Kinder eggs are a food good. product, though. They should make Kinder eggs. Well, actually, I did. Now, pick can up a you Jurassic imagine Kinder the egg. difficulty I had when I was opening these for an unboxing on camera and I couldn't let the uh, runtime go up? I had a very quick <laughs> problem solve. Yeah, where did you put the slime on your pants? Oh, I just used, I just pulled <laughs> in. Yeah, but it's like okay. And for, I put the. If, oh my god! So, okay, listeners, if you've never had one of these eggs, I encourage everyone to go buy one because it's ridiculous. The play slime is like your traditional like kids like toy like play slime. So it's like that like you know it sticks to itself, but you might get like a little residue on you that you then gotta like wipe on the slime to, like get it back in it. It's like fun. It's like a clear slime. It's sort of like solid. <laughs> Sort of it's amber fun for colored, kids for sure. Sort for of sure. amber colored. The class tradition is lava colored, but what I noticed is it kind of looks like blood. So like it just it looked like in the unboxing we were looking at, it, we're like, this is kind of gory looking. Like it's just like this brachiosaurus birthed in blood. He used his teeth. <laughs> he used his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> dedication uh, to the channel. Come on, what dinosaur did you get? <laughs> I'm working on it, guys. My hands are so slippery. I, I, I picked up one of those Kinder Egg Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom Kinder Egg. Kinder mm, eggs. With the blue, and they're, yeah, they're, they're bad. Yeah, bad Kinder eggs, little molds, bad little dinos. So basically, when it comes to minifigs in Jurassic World, your options are Mattel, captives, and Kinder eggs. Uh, captives are the way to go. <laughs> Kinder eggs. What? Oh, what yeah. you get? Okay, I'm gonna give you guys each one guess. Bumpy. Uh, the Kano. I got the T Rex. Heck oh, yes. we were both wrong. Very cool, very cool. Is it original Rexy? Does she have the scars? Is it Rexy from the first film or Jurassic World? Come on. Which Rex design what... is it? Is it close to the animatronic or what? What's this going is on? better than Jurassic World. Just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> it's not. No, the, this on. looks very good. Don't be mean. This is very detailed. Well, I'll tell you why. Because it's built directly from the IOM model. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. This looks like they, the, uh, the the T Rex is doing the pose from the end of uh, Fallen Kingdom when the, uh, the T Rex. You really call it the end of Fallen Kingdom when the, the end of Fallen Kingdom pose is the pose from the end of Jurassic Park. Well, no, because oh, <laughs> did you really? Did your mind really go to Fallen Kingdom before Jurassic Park is? The egg says Jurassic World, not Jurassic Park. Everyone, <laughs> so that's that's that. Did you that's um? Did good, you see though, that the cool. Clash Edition has uh, the Herrerasaurus from Jurassic Park the game in it? I did not know this. Yeah. Like from the game, like the exact design, exact color. It's, it's the design and color from Jurassic Park the game. Yeah, cool. and uh, there's didn't a few Colin other... say Jurassic Park the game is canon? <laughs> no. The Telltale game. Oh no, no, that was way before <laughs> Colin's time. But no, I swear he. What did he say was canon then? He like something older. I swear he said it was canon. Jurassic no, Park no, 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 no. You're. Uh, it was something it. that before was his before his time, but it was said was canon though. I no. swear it was that Telltale. No. I don't know what you're in talking fact, about. It, the only thing that Collins really said is canon is more on the opposite. He'll say the things that come out are not canon. No, the only thing that he's really come out and said was canon was the evolution of Claire. Hmm. Okay. Oh, look, yeah, she's got her, like, Rexy eyeshadow and everything there. She looks good, man. Looks very detailed. These are yeah, that is a good-looking minifig. So the captive one, is it a bigger dinosaur toy? No, so the the Mega Egg? No, yes. there's multiples inside of it and, and oh, a bunch of other items. 
Very cool. Yeah, I recommend everyone go get one of these because these are very cool. If you're uh, if you've been missing the itch for like a good blind bag dinosaur from Jurassic Park minifig. or Jurassic World, this is the one you want to do. Yeah, no, Absolutely they're really nice. They're yeah, really nice. Great. They're fun to open. They're yeah, uh, that's a lot of yeah. cool. That's really cool. And then there's also and in, a in the Mega Egg. What's like it? Twenty dollars. You, you get them. three. You get three. You dinos. get three of those, and then uh, a bunch of other vehicle, stuff too. a bunch like a collector's case, a bunch of other stuff inside of it. Yeah, and no, the vehicle is actually screen accurate too. <laughs> very screen accurate it's you yeah. know it's a t-rex head on wheels it's the most screen accurate you've ever seen it um it's one of those like little pullback cars but there's only a couple there's only a handful of eggs left there's only a grouping of eggs I, I would say a bushel a basket a basket a of cluster eggs. if a you cluster will. there's a cluster a of, of eggs, eggs left. A, nest. a nest wow um, it took us too and... long to get the nest guys <laughs> yeah. yeah we were like <laughs> referring to them like they're apples or something um <laughs> we're spending way too much time on this let's move on Okay, so Ariana Grande is returning to the Jurassic Park franchise. Say again now? You might want to change that last name. (laughs) Ariana (laughs) Richards has teased a possible return to the world of Jurassic World. To the world of Jurassic World. So basically, I mean, for the past couple of years since they've been making Dominion, uh, everybody that's been in the previous films has been asked, are you returning? Are you coming back? Are you going to have a place in Dominion? And Ariana Richards has said a couple of times, oh, I'd love to. Almost like Rhonda there again. No. no. (laughs) But now she's answered a question on a podcast. The podcast was Celebrity Catch-Up. And she responded with the words, now that is something I wouldn't be able to comment on. It could be nothing, guys. Come on. No, it really could be nothing. But that's an interesting reply. Is that's, it? um, I think that reply it, it can't exactly just be out of nowhere. Well, no, so, Joe Mazzello has been saying the same stuff for years, though. So Joseph no. Mazzello responded. Uh, so he tweeted in February of 2020. I think it's time to get back to work, guys. What do you say? Gang. And gang, and he also has done nothing since Bohemian Rhapsody. It's been uh, that could be nothing filming. as well, guys. Absolutely, could <laughs> that be could be nothing. But However, no, he hasn't said. He hasn't said like, "Oh, I can't comment on that." So here's the thing: if somebody's not in something, they'll normally be like, "You know, I'm not in it, but I'd love to be," or like, "You know, like, hey, you know, I won't count my chickens yet." You know, they can always give me a call. They'll give some some sort true. of answer like that. When she says, "Now that's something I can't talk about," that doesn't necessarily mean that she's in Dominion, but it wouldn't surprise me if that means that she's talking to Universal about something at least. Do you know what I mean? Or at the very least, there might be something on the horizon. So Mm -hmm. she's just kind of being very, I, an answer like that means that there is some sort of recent discussion about something in my mind. That's what it means. It doesn't necessarily mean dominion, but it means, and it could be something as simple as like an appearance at a convention. So, so I'm going to (laughs) jump in and I'm going to say, I think Tim and Lex are in dominion and I think they have a cameo. I think they have a scene or a couple of scenes. I think they're there. Um, I just think I just think it seems right, and uh, it wouldn't be for very long. Yeah. But I think yeah. as this is the movie that ties everything together, Chris Pratt and many of the actors have said they're bringing everybody back. Tim and Lex are the two that really should be coming back if everybody's coming back, even if it's for a small amount of time. From the first film, everything ties it together. They're Hammond's grandkids. It's all supposed to tie together this movie. As Chris has mentioned many times, they would have such a vested in, or they would most likely have an interest or a vested. They would be part of InGen in some way, or, or if not InGen, at legacy. least Hammond's estate 
and Hammer's estate yeah. has such a strong legacy and tie to what Jurassic Park and eventually Jurassic World became, whether or not it had any power over it, there's no doubt that they still have, at the very least, just kind of, the, I think like even like the media and the global powers to be would sort of like kind of pull them into it. If that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like whether or not they yeah. like had much of a control over it. There, there's some of the people, some of the most, you know, intrinsic, like tied, intrinsically tied people to Hammond at this point and people tied to the Jurassic Park incident. So that's sort of something you could never escape. I just think it makes sense. She, I mean, let's think about it. So they were in the first one. They were both very prominent roles in the first one. Um, very important characters to the story and um, have still come, de- uh, you know, gone on as time gone on. They're very iconic characters. They're not forgettable in any way. Um, they were, they cameoed in the Lost World um, at Hammond's, again, Hammond's, Hammond's mansion. Uh, and then we never heard of them again. Never heard from them since. After the events of Jurassic World, it makes sense that maybe they're keeping their mouths shut. They don't want to be part of that press. After the events of Fallen Kingdom, however, I think, depending on what Hammond's estate's been doing, depending on what's gone on, it does, it certainly does make sense for them to return. Well, we know that John Hammond himself wanted the dinosaurs to live in peace, you know, on his Lasorna Untouched, and Jurassic World is definitely not what John Hammond had in mind or had hoped for. So even if the Jurassic Park experience was traumatizing to them or not, I wouldn't be, I mean, we know they're still very close with Hammond from The Lost World. So I wouldn't be surprised if they would would like to see maybe that legacy respected in one way or another. I think we will. I think everyone wants them back as well at this point. It's for some sort of closure or maybe just like a... Uh, Even a just to see like Tim and Lex. What's going on. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. To see them mm-hmm. after like this world. amount of time, everything and, that's happened. You know, and, and seeing, people, come on, sure. see, seeing Ellie and Alan see them. It'd and and seeing Malcolm cute. as well. The same in, yes. in The Lost World when they see Malcolm and they're like, Dr. Malcolm, and like they go Malcolm. crazy. Even yeah. though they didn't spend that much time you know, with him. In Jurassic yeah. Park, he was somebody that was it's it, one of the most memorable parts of their life, whether good or bad. Uh, it's an easy there. scene for the directors to add, just for like a fan moment. She, she's in it for sure, I and I think there. Joseph. I, I, I mean, I hope in so. Sure. I hope so. I, I hope you know, so. I could see them even being contacted uh, about like you know after Lockwood's death. I could see them being questioned. Yeah, like, not questioned. I mean, like brought in to like comment on it because there's no doubt considering uh, Lockwood and Hammond were partners. I would not be surprised if they had known Lockwood or. Well, maybe. Sure. Yeah, I, I feel like that might be an easy in for them. That might be maybe a logical were, uh, way of why we're finally Maisie. Who knows? The first Maisie. <laughs> friends with Maisie. Um, never know. No, I don't think anybody knew about Maisie, to be honest. The with first you. Maisie, the lady, the small. Uh, the first. Well, no, first that, she would have been too old. Oh, then I don't know. Then. I think I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. I take it she would have been too old. It's hard to say. She might have been a kid. Who the hell knows? Yeah, I don't know. The, the, it, like, there's so much, so much play they can have with just like the time frame of when that picture was taken in uh, the Fallen Kingdom. So like, it could be same as. Uh, it looked know. old. The thing is that photo yeah, it did, did look not older, look. Yeah. It, it did, did not look, look like it was like from the 90s or anything like that. That looked like she would have been like an adult by the time like Jurassic Park rolled around. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. Maybe. Yes. I don't... Will we? I guess we will. Possibly. Will. I mean, the movie's coming out. We'll find out if they're in the movie or not. So, yeah. yeah. I think they're in for sure. I think it makes sense. It but makes sense. If they're no, in, it's been... I want Kelly and Sarah. 
I want no way Sarah Hardy. I want Sarah and um and Kelly would be cool as well. Like I mean, at the very least, like even if we see like, I I still think it'd be really funny as hell if uh we like saw uh Malcolm Puala's wallet and how people have like family photos in their wallet and like it just like unraveled and there's like twenty kid photos inside of his wallet (laughs) from that line from that line that Kelly says. You know, you love having kids, you just don't like you know being with them or whatever it is. (laughs) Um, so like it would be or it'd be really funny if like like we see his office or something like that and he's got like twenty different like family photos where he's like smiling and posing with like different families and different kids and whatnot. And there's just like fifteen like fifteen different family photos like posted around just like. All the ex Mrs. Malcolm's comeback, dude. Like that would be a way to get Kelly and uh, Sarah in there, though. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you I have, just feel like I can see them being in it. Sure. <laughs> you know, this it just makes sense bringing everything back, rounding the story up. This is supposed to be the closure. This is supposed to be the end of it. This is supposed to be, you know, the the thing that really ties the first to the last. And it is that connection to Hammond, and it just it makes sense to me. I, I'm 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 guaranteeing they're in it. It's gonna. It's got. They've got to be in it. You're they've that confident. I'm that you know confident. The Kirby's are in it too. Why not? Let's just throw everyone. <laughs> Why in. the Billy's hell too. not? I'm in for um, the Kirby's. The Kirby's should have returned in every movie past Jurassic Park three. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think though? Seriously, if so, if they made Jurassic Park four in in 2005 as they had initially planned on the same timeline running after Jurassic yeah. Park three, do you think any of the Kirby's would have? made their way into that yeah, as like far maybe... as we know as far as we know no that was never in the plans yeah, they, yeah there was oh, never really? a plan but then but they were like, signed for then... multiple movies weren't they yeah they were signed but i think they knew that that movie was a bust oh. like i think the studio and i think logically they didn't, that eric. didn't work eric would have I been think... logical and billy i suppose i mean the idea of bringing a and kid billy, back yeah. like oh this kid liked yeah. dinosaurs and he had a traumatic experience so now he's important it's sort of silly to me he'd be billy's underling but Eric always had an Billy would have made sense if Billy the actor would have never came back. Um, but if they followed that timeline of dinosaurs getting off the island, you know, if Jurassic Park four was going to be extinction breakout, whatever it was, Eric coming back would would make sense. He survived that time on the island, and he's got a vested interest in it. And now he sees the dangers and would be like, okay, well, we need so what this is he like? Stop. A fourteen year old activist? He, oh, he could be like, we need to stop this, <laughs> Chris. He would be. He would be. He would be. So many years older than fourteen. How old is he in Jurassic Park Three? Do we even know? Twelve. 12? Yeah, was he twelve? Yeah. <laughs> was he 12? that young in that movie? Yeah, he's been man. a fourteen, fifteen, sixteen-year-old. You let a twelve-year-old go parasailing alone? No, he's not. Oh wait, what? I don't remember the last of the line. It doesn't matter. I remember the start of the line. He, he wasn't was alone. He was yeah. with a friend. Ben Hildebrand. <laughs> thank you. Friend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I instantly forgot that line. That was so embarrassing. Shoot, well, I thought well, I had it. Well, you, you've moved on to the Lost World. That's true. I have. I have. Uh, you finally right. admit it. I have. So uh, let's talk. Um, let's talk animated shows. Yes. Mm-hmm. I heard of there that. is one. Let me pick a random Jurassic animated show. Uh, yeah. Pick a random one. Let's go with Camp Cretaceous. Lego: The Indominus Escape. <laughs> God no. God. Well, too I wish Lego would just just let go of Jurassic. I stopped. Point. I stopped watching them. I well, genuinely I know, I really, know. like they. I, I cannot get a, you know. It's funny. Lego actually like a lot of Lego shorts and a lot of Lego films are really good. The Lego Jurassic films are really bad. <laughs> they're no like, and I don't mean that in terms of like they're not canon or anything like that. I mean like the writing, they are canon. The writing, everything like that, is just really, really bad. Um, they it, there's a lot of like just sort of it's it's weird how they handle it. They make a caricature out of all the wrong characters. Um, they throw away any character that isn't basically Owen. 
and they throw basically every character. Ironically, they throw every minority character under the bus in that show. Um, Doctor Wu, ironically. Wow. Simon, Simon is Ronnie. Yeah, no, it's like sort of like I was watching I these. Like I'm like, that. this seems to be like bad form. Yeah, um, I don't like that at all. Every single character that you have that's a minority in the show is being treated really poorly and made to look like a complete idiot or a complete like it's just it's it's weird they are so poorly made i cannot get over that they've ever been approved like i was watching them i'm like this is bad like not just bad but bad bad like like kind of embarrassing i just anyhow really understand why people like that kind of content anyway i'm not 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 criticizing anybody just genuinely i just don't get it well it's for animated yeah, no, like but that's first. the thing. It's not. There's a lot of adults that like that stuff, which is, again, fine. Not questioning any oh. of that. But that Legos are little things you play with when you're kids. And it's fun. Legos are awesome. And even some of the modern sets like are, are cool. Like the Capitol building is set. It's cool. Like all that kind of stuff is cool. Hogwarts. is That's actually one I want. I'd love, <laughs> I'd love to go Hogwarts. But um, animated shows, like an animated show of a thing that you play with, like it just, I don't get it. And the I mean, Jurassic ones are so cringy, and the game well, that's was, the thing. was barely be- like it was the only thing I could tolerate was the was the game. The game was and pretty fun. I just, yeah, I couldn't go back to it though. I just really yeah. No, I mean, I I don't know. I think it just really comes down to the writing. When you have things like the Lego Movie being a good movie, it's like it goes to show you that it doesn't necessar- necessarily matter what that what the basis is. I think. Yeah, that see, I thought that good. It's good. Really? Oh, yes. No, yeah. I don't want to get into this. I love that movie. I, I, I hated Lego that movie. movies. Lego movies a good fun movie. It's like an ADHD opinion. trip. It's like a crazy, um, crazy trip. Sure. No, it's got a lot of you know a lot of that. I mean, it's a movie for kids, but I thought that overall it was enjoyable, well made, funny. Um, but well, I just don't think the Lego Jurassic World boys, shorts man. are. I think that they're just they're surprisingly poor for the Lego um, the Lego branded like short film and film and like animated series brand normally those are pretty decent um you know they're not not necessarily for me but they're normally pretty decent and the jurassic ones have been pretty poor in my opinion who's and again that has nothing to do with like them paying attention to the lore or whatnot it's not really meant to worry about that stuff it's meant to do its own thing um but anyhow uh there's another animated series but who's behind who's behind them sorry who's behind like the lego ones no is Colin on the writing team for that, or probably I, doesn't have? No, I doubt it. Like, I don't think that really matters. Because I, I swear, aren't they considered canon? <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. They straight up changed. No, they straight up changed the events. Okay, well, listen. Speaking of non-canon shows, let's talk Camp Cretaceous. So, you mean there are two Oops. islands with dinosaurs on them? Right? Maybe three. Maybe four. Maybe three. Yeah. Maybe four. Maybe a lot. <laughs> Maybe uh, okay. Um, so the first teaser for season four of Camp Cretaceous came out. Now, I'd like to point out something. We predicted in a YouTube video that Camp Cretaceous season four would hit in December. And what's the uh, what's the release day on that one, Chris? December. Oh, December. Is it? Interesting. Interesting. December 3rd. We were wrong. Um, so <laughs> we, we were wrong I by honestly, three weeks. <laughs> we, we predicted so, 23rd, didn't we? <laughs> so hey, December is December, guys. No, I mean, we, we knew it was December. December. We got it um, right. I, we had thought that it'd be a little bit later December. I, I am surprised it's coming out it's so early in December. I'm happy. I'm taking it. Um, I want it. Yeah, I'm happy. It, makes I'm more, it does that. make sense. But yeah, it, December it makes 3rd, it easier. Yeah. season four, um, there's a 15-second teaser. And uh, teaser is really like the word because there's not much to glean from it. 
So However, it opens up, it glitches in, it opens up very dark blue, uh, nighttime view of the coastline, which very much reminds me of, you know, beginning of Lost World. Every time we see the island at night mm-hmm. in Jurassic yep. or in Camp Cretaceous. To be fair, um, we've seen Isla Nublar looking just like that in the early. No, exactly. Yeah, it looks like a oh. Jurassic Island at night. Mm-hmm. Misty seas, and it, we're slowly tracking towards it. It says on December 3rd, and this is it, it glitches, and you can see the glitch goes across the screen. What do you call it? It's like in um, Cabin in the Woods when he tries to dr- jump out of yeah, yeah. the dome. They're inside like it's, a invisible it's like a, like dome. A little he- he- like the force field type thing. It's a force field type thing, and that glitches, and in one of those hexagons, you can see what appears to be the... I, I'm going to argue... Is that how you're viewing common. it? Yeah. That's a very interesting, a very interesting take. That's not it, how I was viewing it. So how I was viewing it is we're screen. tracking... We're tracking towards an island, and then we're glitching to see, like, through the perspective of it just being some sort of like. And wait, there's more. Like, I didn't think that. Like, I didn't think that that is a like, like a cloaking device of an island, but really, no, no, I'm not saying the island's cloak. It's not like the lost island or something. (laughs) No, it just Uh, that's how it looked visually. That's what it looks like. It's like going across the whole screen, like one of those things does, and like there's like something hit it, and then it's revealed, and the rest of them, yeah. You can see the rest of them, but they fade away. If that makes sense, like that's yeah, what it, so that's the effect it has. It's like something yeah. hit the force field, and then it shatters away, and then it and then it's gone again. But it displays what looks like a desert. There's cacti in there, and I would say, I mean, our best guess is what Atacama Desert of Chile. I suppose, like, I have thoughts on why that would work. Thoughts why that wouldn't work. Um, but. I do find it interesting. So the tagline is a new is it a new island awaits. So it says or? on December third, we get that glitch, and then it glitches to a new island awaits, and then we slowly track towards this coastline. You get the rough, uh, you get the seas, you get the Camp Cretaceous logo, you get a bit more of the hexagon force field thing. You get a glitch. So it's December third. I really it. almost feel like we would not have seen that deserty glitch if it weren't for everyone being like Sorna. Sorna, and I almost mm. feel like oh. at least a good portion of the season is not going to be what people expect it to be, and I think that at this point they're trying to get ahead of that so people aren't disappointed. Where it just immediately throws us a curveball and takes us somewhere completely unexpected. However, the a new island awaits tagline certainly puts people right back on the Sorna sort of speculation, but seeing that desert, it's very clear that that desert location was not Sorna. That was not the game trail from the lost world. I know some people thinking that, but I think it's going to be two dual storylines. Don't you think? I think that it starts at one place and ends up somewhere else. I think that it might. um, I think that there might be a parallel between the story of fallen kingdom uh, and the way that fallen kingdom is structured and the season. So I think that we start at point a, a familiar Island Mm -hmm. Jurassic like location and then whatever unfolds, we then leave with the people that are pillaging and then end up at their HQ. In this case, I think we're going to end up on Isla Sorna or something similar, maybe Site C, maybe one of the other five deaths. Um, the campers are going to find that Manticore or maybe even Biosyn, but I feel like Manticore makes more sense, um, are pillaging the island. And then they either are kidnapped or... Or what would make more sense is they sneak onto the boat, the plane, whatever, to try to get out of there. And then they end up at Manticore or Biosyn HQ or whatnot, where they're like stealing the dinosaurs from this island, stealing the technology from this island, and bringing it away. Um, 
to their headquarters and then the kids are sort of like out here and it's got that same kind of concept they're out in the middle of a desert um they're still stranded from um civilization because they don't have any form of communication and yeah they might not have water around them but they've got miles and miles and miles and miles of deadly desert that you just can't just sort of walk away and be like okay there's no fences holding them in there's no water line holding them in they would still die um sure so i i do there is some potential that that desert location is an island as well but I think the it new could island, be the game trail from Lost World. <laughs> I think that the the new island that awaits is what we're tracking into for the primi- primary part of the teaser. I imagine it's Sorna. I feel like that makes the most amount of sense. But I do think that they put that desert part in there to, to basically so people don't expect like a season dedicated to Sorna because I think that maybe expectations are set too high at this point. So there's a lot account. of there's a, there's a lot of evidence for Sorna. You, you've got everything that we talked about in that video. You've got toy lines bringing out toys that were uh, dinosaurs that were in JP3. You've got, um, I can't remember what else. There's a lot. I mean, even the captives. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like like the captives toy line, they've got the Pachycephalosaurus coming out. Um, there's a Spinosaurus, there's Spinosaurus and Mattel. Um, there's, a lot, there's a lot of other, like there's uh, Mattel's mm. got the, the Lost World Pteranodon. They've got the J- JP3 female raptor. JP3 Pteranodon, the Raptor, uh, the Spino, and and Mattel's like Spino release, and then another Spino release another with Spino the T Rex. Uh, there's there's a lot that points towards. Oh, it seems like it's Sauna, and then obviously the logist the logistics of leaving Isla Nublar. I mean, they very well could end up on Isla Sauna, especially because they're kids, man. Their navigating isn't going to be the best. Um, yeah, so they could go there, but. And the teaser, yeah, I think as Chris says, the teaser, a new island awaits and it's tracking towards an island that seems tropical. Everybody's thinking, oh, well, it is sauna then. And they must, they either had always planned that, but they gave that glitch to be like, or is it sauna? Yeah, (laughs) I think, I honestly think that the reason why that glitch is there is because people are like, oh my God, it's sauna. People are getting very hyped up (laughs) and they're probably like, shoot, like, yes, it is but that's not our primary focus. And we, we want people to be excited that we're going somewhere new rather than people feel let down that they didn't spend time with what they were hoping for. That was familiar. So I do. Then really they could have just changed the teaser to not say a new Island awaits. Yeah. So a new Island awaits is probably like a new location awaits would probably been even a little better if that's the case. But I mean, again, if they do end up on Sorna, it makes sense. Or if they do end up on an Island at first, for the first one third of the season, and then they get whisked, whisked away to an all new location. And again, that so, tracks so with what, what if, Colin said. Do you want yes, to, about uh, all new locations, um, somewhere yes. all new that they've not been in the movies before. Now, in the mm-hmm. video, again, we speculated oh, that, that maybe. Mm-hmm. So Colin said an all new location where that are new oh, to wow. the movies. But it, it was interesting, mo- like you guys said. Yeah, so yeah. so what I find interesting is that Sauna hasn't been visited in the Jurassic World movies. So I wonder if Sauna is technically new to the movies. I don't I, think, but I don't think, think that's how he, he use that. No, I, yeah. I said in the video. I think that it's the whole franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think, what if, right? What if? What if somebody else has, or Biosome has taken over Isla Sauna? The kids end up there, and the island is covered in biomes containing multiple different locations Whoa, multiple different environments where they're raising different types of prehistoric animals there's a spinosaurus but the spinosaurus is being is being raised in deserty dry wasteland which could explain why the spino releases like a desert spino wow okay dude this is cool see 
that's a really interesting idea. And you and I have talked like when we when we work on those videos, you and I discuss it a lot and things like that. And like that is one of the things that like I could humor that. However, when we look at that mountain range in the background, it just looks way too big to be a biome, in my opinion. At least way too big to be a biome on Isla Sorna. So I'd, I'd, if, if I'm... you compare images of that desert to the Atacama Desert, the real one in Chile, it's, it's pretty the close. same. It's Someone the same thing. Post a picture somewhere on, about that on the but, uh, the Twitters. Yeah, yeah. But to yeah. be fair, I mean, a lot of deserts could kind of share. A very <laughs> it could be any similar... desert, really. Yeah, like there's a lot of locations that could share that. Deserts work. Um, what, what we should mention as well is that in the Jurassic so, Park, Jurassic World universe, the Jurassic Park islands themselves, while people assume, you know, it's just Hawaii, it, it's like they're obviously, they're fake islands, right? They're based yes. on real islands, but they're fake islands. So they could just create more fake islands around the world. They could be, yeah. I think we said in the video, they could be a deserty island off the coast of Australia. And the reason why so- we say that is because Mizrani Global has, um, so we... If you go to MizraniGlobal.com, it talks about their energy operations, and we find out that they operate somewhere off the coast of Western Australia. So mm. who's not to say that also alongside their energy operations that engine didn't operate other facilities out there? Um, yes, likewise, unless... we should probably say why we're talking about the Chile location, because I don't think that we've actually said that on the podcast. No, I why think we, we think the Atacama. We mentioned it before a couple of podcasts, but probably, let's, let's talk but about it again. I, I, do, I do think that it might be beneficial to yeah. uh, some context. Let's, let's give, give a little context. Why we... yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so that might... um, it's to do with the Jurassic World live tour. I've not seen that. Chris has seen that. Corey's seen that. A couple of people were lucky enough to see that. I think Brad saw that. I think mm-hmm. he went with you to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Atacama Desert of Chile is a location where InGen have been secretly, I think this was post the fall of Jurassic World, but almost immediately, they took or bred some raptors there. It was a continuation of the Ibris project. Yeah, so... Which the Ibris project is is kind of, it's kind of, that's what Blue and her squad came from. In live tour, like when the fall of Jurassic World begins happening, we hear kind of InGen like, like, we gotta take this offshore, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, later on, we find out through, like, the main characters, because they're trying to figure out where their Shrodon is to check on the well-being of it. They check its tracking information, and they're like, it's in the middle of the Atacama Desert in Chile. So then they do some digging. They find out Engine's oh, cool. got a secret operation out there. They eventually go out there. There's raptors. Um, you know, Engine's got a raptor training program out there. There might even be more, but in the in the live tour, all that we ever find out about are the fact that there are velociraptors out there and a Trodon. Eventually our heroes get the Trodon and they bring it back to Isla Nublar. So that way the the Trodon can the, be the toasted by the volcano yeah. a few years later. <laughs> it was a weird choice. <laughs> it was a weird, weird sort of choice. Trodon. Um, but yeah, so anyhow, we find out that Engine has a facility out there. During the events of Live Tour, the Raptors escape. That sort of led you, leads you to believe that the facility sort of was like screwed over but maybe that was just like one aspect of it um but then we have the question why is engine still important to like the story of the campers and we've been told that camp cretaceous season four and beyond is more tied to dominion i really can't imagine engine's gonna have much to say so that brings me back to thinking well there's a few options maybe engine was bought out by biosyn maybe engine was bought out by manticore um, however, I can't imagine Manticore had the money, considering they're like blackmailing kids to like steal dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. um, so that 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 screams desperate and not necessarily in a position for hostile takeovers during a time of uh, vulnerability. 
in the corporate But either world. way, there is a location that InGen or somebody owns down in the Atacama Desert of Chile. And if they're, if the kids, so I think as, as Chris made the assumption, the kids obviously end up on another island. So they, and it's probably one of the five deaths, but it, it wouldn't be for more than a couple of episodes before they get whisked away to some new location, which is where the rest of the season takes place, unless the whole season starts moving around. And I think it's interesting. Three seasons, one location. It is time to start moving those kids around, <laughs> getting it into is. different locations, well, and, and, and maybe mixing up the flow a bit. Because in each season, there's really, there's been one threat one big threat that they've got to overcome and they end up in a very similar place at the end of the season that they do at the first not a negative just we're past that now they've left the island it's time to get into some real it's time to get into the bigger plot although the challenge is is how realistic is it having a larger plot where we have location jumping with a bunch of stranded campers that's the problem is (laughs) our heroes where are the parents where's dave and roxy (laughs) where so the other question is is do dave and roxy come back would they go to Isla Nublar and then rescue do we, mission? Do, yes, and do we go back to Isla Nublar through the perspective of David Roxy trying to track the kids? So then, are we going to also have like this parallel story where it's like the kids are on Sorna, David and Roxy are on Nublar, um, and they're trying to figure it out? The kids get whisked away to another location. David and Roxy somehow figure out that they might have ended up on Sorna, so then they go to Sorna, and then eventually David and Roxy then jump earth a new location maybe at like season five where everyone like converges so we could be seeing like kind of three like kind of two or three locations in a season as like everyone tries to like eventually sort of hone in on each other and mm. reconnect but the question is is how does it tie into dominion um i was even thinking like what if it is biosyn and then like we see a young giganotosaurus or something it's gonna be alan grant and ellie sattler guaranteed you'll see like you know like something along the night i, I well, I do. I do think it's interesting. Like, if if they go to the Atacama Desert of Chile, it it would be. It's good that Camp Cretaceous would be able to make Jurassic World live tour like this. This very much linked thing, and they all become part of this the official universe. I know that live tour is is considered soft canon. Soft canon, yeah, soft canon. But like tying it into Camp Cretaceous, that would be cool. That makes sense. And having mm-hmm. wild Velociraptors again is something I don't think anybody would say no to. No. And in the teaser, it does play the raptor theme from Jurassic Yeah, so Park. that's another thing that Caleb, nice I think, catch. first pointed out. He is a music man, and he comes from far away. He <laughs> he made the assumption that the music that plays is the raptor motif from the original Jurassic Park score. Uh, and then it swells into an epic version of the signature Jurassic Park theme. Um, yeah, that they use for all the game he, he also points out in the article that the inclusion of the raptor motif is interesting as Isla Sauna is certainly known for its raptors which mm-hmm. you can't deny um, there are two two iterations of the raptors two on different island. tribes someone say two tribes tribal <laughs> uh, it's something I think uh, would be really cool to see those uh, raptors together um, no I mean I really hope so and we know that there are so here's the thing we know through the camp some of the upcoming toys that there are more raptor toys coming out. The problem is, is one sort of looks like a re like a redone version of the JP three female, but the other two that we've seen are just random as hell, but they're in camp Cretaceous packaging. So it's but like, they've always done random raptors though. The, uh, not so the device. thing with the thing with it is starting when they started getting the camp Cretaceous packaging, right? It's only been things that are in camp Cretaceous and that started with a uh, dino escape. So they're in dino escape camp Cretaceous packaging and they are random as hell. Backdoor and Primal Attack, Primal Attack, everything that was coming out was in um, Camp Cretaceous packaging. It seems like a coincidence. I don't know. 
I, I don't I mean literally could be literally yeah. they they went out of their way to get the packaging right. There's generic packaging for non Camp Cretaceous dinosaurs. There's Camp Cretaceous for Camp Cretaceous dinosaurs, which is so true. Dinosaurs, dinosaurs in the same line. So the other question is, is did they just throw random velociraptors in there because they knew the toys would come out before the show? They didn't want to spoil the show. They didn't want to like throw like the male and female JP3 raptors because they knew they couldn't hold it back. I don't know. I, I it's possible, or are we going to go to a new location that is active? And unfortunately, we once again are going to see custom velociraptors with no ties to wild raptors in the past films that look like nothing, and they're once again like in a training program. Because to me, that's well, kind of boring. Then we have to think if we're going just for raptors, then it's going to be the Spinosaurus. If the Spinosaurus they released is is the colors that we see in Camp Crit- By the way, mm-hmm. we're definitely seeing the Spino this season, right? We have to. I, there I has to so. be a Spinosaurus. It's, uh, I think... Everyone We've only wants seen one it once. Point. Well, <laughs> yeah, it can't dude. be. Spinosaurus is new... queen. They keep yeah, doing dude. new big bads. Okay, so we've already gone through the Carnotaurus. Um, I guess like the new big bad could be Carnotaurus the Carnotaurus wasn't a big bad. Ben killed it. Remember? Um, well, in it's season one, bad. Big bad. Um, <laughs> I could see the Allosaurus. I think I think there's a lot of circumstantial evidence for the Spinosaurus at this point. There's too many products and too many toys coming out around the same time out of nowhere for it to be in like again we have to remember the fact that camp cretaceous and everything got pushed back because of dominion's delay so these products are coming out at the time that it would have been out at this point yeah yeah exactly we actually the show would have been finished by now yeah um so they they pushed it back um so yeah i do do think there's a very good chance there's a uh, spinosaurus i think it's pretty Mm. pretty likely like i I really hope there is I, i want the return of the spino it was a great. It was one of the best parts of Jurassic Park three, and it was also just a cool dino. I, I want the JP three not... Raptors more than the Spino. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Spino is really cool, but the thing is, is oh. there's only ever been one Spinosaurus. I like the idea of them finally like acknowledging the variants of di- dinosaur designs and variants of dinosaur species within like that one species. So we, like we've seen, or like even the pteranodons, like we've seen Jurassic World pteranodons. It would also be cool to see Jurassic Park three pteranodons or the Lost World pteranodons, just to remind us that there are these variants, these Jurassic Park era variants existed. They still exist, and they are different. I think that that would be a lot of fun because then we could that kind of like that's a lot of the lore. I mean, that's basically like what fans have always speculated, like in the Jurassic Park era, especially the story was always about like, what were these variant designs? Where did they come mm. from? Who yeah. made them? Why were they there? Why were they different? And I think that leaning into that would actually finally bring it, it just makes the world bigger. And it just mm. kind of gives, it makes the sandbox bigger. Yeah. And it also sure. allows Jurassic Park designs to persist in the Jurassic World era. Well, here's a question. If, if they go to Isla Sauna, even for just a portion of the series, <laughs> Where on Isla Sauna do you think they go? What locations of Sauna would be the place that they would end up? I mean, I imagine it'd be sort worker of village nondes- eventually. Yeah, I feel like it would be mostly nondescript until they hit the workers' village or the EA. And that's how they call for help to get out of there. Um, well, I don't think they'll call for help. I think that they'll if. If what we're led to believe from that little teaser ends up being the case, I think they're going to end up going there and they're going to go, oh, we're not alone on this island. And I think I do think just like the first season of uh, Camp Cretaceous, like followed the Jurassic World story. I think that the fourth season 
obviously it won't follow the fallen kingdom story but i think it's going to parallel it so they're going to go there there's going to be people on the island they're going to be capturing dinosaurs they're going to end up having to escape via sneaking onto like the transport vessel and then they're going to end up at a brand new all new location and that's exactly the way those I think it's... dinosaurs are the ones that end up in dominion at that underground you know, yeah, where we see like the compies and the, stuff, and like what yeah, appears to be like Malta, the Malta Underground. The Malta Underground, what do we call it? Black Market, that's it. Maybe yeah. that's where those dinosaurs end up. The kids end up there before we even see that location in Dominion. Maybe that's um, how the season ties. To yeah, me. and that could also be a deserty location. It's a little harder to believe that the kids end up in Mal- Malta and can't get help, though, because Malta isn't like a very remote, like, you know, it's not like, unless but it's like off the coast of Malta, like point, a fictional. They're chasing the story. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> they don't want to get rescued. <laughs> um, they're too invested. <laughs> they're there for revenge. No, I mean, maybe off the coast of Malta, there might be like a fictional island or something something like that. Well, yeah, Malta itself is, an, is, is a series of islands. So, you know, mm-hmm. it could be any of them. But I don't, don't fully believe that that would be like the location to have like a secret dinosaur facility. Um, that's like no, large, I, I suppose. I think that they almost they almost are trying to throw people with this teaser by saying a new island awaits and then showing the desert. It's like, well, that's not an island. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's interesting. It's going to be good. Third of December. Um, I'm, I'm excited. Probably will probably know I'm more. Always soon. excited for I Camp s- Cretaceous. I never thought I would be, man. I, I when it first so was announced, stuff, I was Jurassic like, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, no, 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 no. No, no. I hate <laughs> Jurassic World. <laughs> there it is. There no, it is. no, no, no. I, I don't know. There's something about it, man. It's fun. It's, fun. it's, it's like just fun. it's just easy fun. It's it's still yeah. it's still not what I want from this franchise, but it's it's uh it's I, bad, I just though. I have fun with Camp Cretaceous. It's fun. Except season two, that was just that was tough to yeah. get through. Y'all season are haters. Two was, season two was rough. Mm. There's no doubt about it. It was season just, three, it was so much season different. three was the best season. Absolutely. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'll be very curious to see, and we probably will know more within like a week or two because I think I have probably... a feeling. Yeah, it's going to be a teaser, then there's going to be a mm-hmm. full trailer, and and then we'll get like a full trailer like a, what like a week before the season premieres or something like that. Yeah, usually something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. Um, but yeah, uh, months coming up. We'll know more. Sure. We'll know more soon. And I mean, yeah. we're getting to the point. We're getting to the place where we should be getting a Dominion trailer soon. I mean, Jurassic World Evolution Two comes out literally November 9th. Uh, yeah, they'll have evolution or hell, they'll have Dominion stuff in it for sure, right? Probably. I mean, so they probably were careful about it, but I'm sure it has elements of it. With I mean, hell, they're they keeping they're like, oh, we're not going to talk about this character's role in the game because it's secret. I'm like, yeah. I bet you they work for Biosyn. You know what I mean? Like things oh, like that. Like yeah, like uh, I think uh, I forget what character it was, but they're like, we're not going to say exactly how this guy's coming back. It's one of their made up characters from Jurassic World Evolution. But, like, we've already seen that the other characters from Jurassic World Evolution are playing roles that tie Cabin into fish. what we know about Dominion. Like, they're working for, like, the Fish and Wildlife Commission. Yeah. They're working for this. So, I'm like, they work for Biosyn. 100%. I think that's what it's going to be. I, I think, think that's that we're the interesting a- thing. We, because of the Dominion delay, when we're going to learn a lot about Dominion through both Camp Cretaceous and Evolution 2. So but anybody, I wouldn't be surprised anybody if that they... truly doesn't want spoilers for Dominion. You got to avoid those don't two. Play things. Well, keep don't in mind, game, Camp Cretaceous was always meant to come out before Dominion. 
Yes, leading up to it, but there's definitely going to be things in there. Not there's going to be supposed elements. to be what a month before the final season, a month before. I don't know. No, no, no. no. It was always meant to have a, a one season before tied with the marketing, and then the final season is supposed to come a month after Dominion, and that's still happening. The final that's still season. happening, but this yeah. season's coming a lot earlier than Dominion's release. We're still two hundred and sixty something. Yeah. Days. So what would have happened was like we would have got season four in like ah oh, shoot like. It was meant to be like a month or so before Dominion. May, I swear. yeah, May, something like that. But all the same, like I mean, I don't think we're going to get that much out of it. I don't think they're going to have like they're pretty careful about those things. So it's just like I don't know. That's why that's why I'm humoring Biosyn, despite it not making sense with Manticore. And the reason why they introduced Manticore is because they couldn't use Biosyn. But that's well, that's the thing. Manticore could always be a, just a shell corporation that mm-hmm. that Biosyn owns. It could so be. Could have always been up- Biosyn. It opens up a bunch of plot holes. Why, why, why does Biosyn need to use Sammy when <laughs> since between 1993 and 2001, anybody could sneak onto the islands? We saw it in the sequels. Literally, people accidentally ended up on those islands. People purposefully ended up on those islands. And there were people with very little money. In but the Jurassic World the- genetics got better, Chris, remember? The dinosaurs yes. are better. The only thing I could humor is that because the Sinoceratops is not like a proper dinosaur, it's actually like an amalgamation of Ceratops and DNA. It's technically a hybrid. So maybe Biosyn slash Manticore were only interested in hybrids. And in this rare case, the Sinoceratops actually fit into that fold. They're trying to fit, you know, maybe they had like, yeah, we can make our own dinosaurs, but we cannot figure out these hybrids that we know they're cooking up. So maybe that's what it came up, came down to. Maybe. I don't know that would take that would really mean that the writers went deep though into the lore especially the sinoceratops which like i'd be surprised even though they've done a good job with like some of the tertiary and surface level details i'd be surprised if they went as deep as like that that's that's some real deep that's some real deep stuff there <laughs> that's some hardcore that's like jp legacy that's some hardcore deep stuff right there chris yeah that, that that's that's well slightly that too is, deep Almost. Deeper than my liking. It hurts. <laughs> oh. <I love> it. <laughs> so we have a giveaway. Yes, we do. Announce. This is a very exciting uh, giveaway. Listen up, everyone. Listen up. About something that Assis is a big fan of. So we are giving away game codes for both Jurassic World and aftermath part one and get this part two heck yes so the game codes were gifted to us by the team at coat sync lovely team lovely people thank you coat sync and they are asked to give away so if you want to win jurassic world aftermath part one and you want to win it you do want to win it trust me and you want to win it hard all you have to do every entry mm-hmm. is like this podcast on youtube comment on this podcast on youtube comment anything you want and subscribe to the in general podcast channel and we will pick at random there's no excuse <laughs> there is no but excuse. if you need sold assis you played the game <laughs> yeah. i played part yeah, tell one us about into... aftermath bud i like it a lot part one as you guys have probably played and heard or watched at this point it seems very repetitive with the same dinosaur raptor chasing you, same mechanics, gets over, you know, doing it over and over again. It's kind of repetitive and boring. But part two, 
comes in at you with uh, different dinosaur experiences, mm. such as the T-Rex. That's oh. right. You get to play against the T-Rex in some situations, and it's very nerve-wracking, and it's crazy when you're just like crouching there, and you look up with the headset, and you see this massive T-Rex head. Spoilers. It's massive cartoony T-Rex head. Hey, it might be cartoony, but if you role-played like I did and got super into the game, it was a very <laughs> cool experience. And the story I love line, it. What's the story, Matt? Cool What's set. the story? Come on. The story oh, is pretty story. decent. The story, story is my favorite good. part of, of Aftermath. So it's set sometime uh, after Jurassic World's fallen, and uh, you're playing as a guy who's hired by an ex-Jurassic World scientist who has to go back Dr. to Jurassic Mia World. Dr. Mia Everett. That's right, Dr. Mia Everett, uh, who has to go back to the island for whatever reason to uh, retrieve some information. And then things happen, and then I don't want to get too spoilerific with it because it's there's a lot of cool Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom story bits in it that tie like into tie the two movies together in like behind the scenes kind of ways. Exactly, Lou, yeah. Doctor Malcolm, and you uh, learn more about different things that were going on on the island behind the, the scenes that you haven't heard about before. It's really cool, and the way everything ties up and like encapsulates in this big epic final chapter final like 30 minutes it's like super cool i think it's honestly the best jurassic world story i've seen to date are there any big like so at the end of part one there's that big reveal um about blue are there any other story reveals in part two that you're like oh wow this seems important to the future um there are some bits that tie into camp cretaceous especially um there might be some little things here and there that might be tying to jurassic world dominion Honestly, spoiler alert. Uh, just talk- oh, big spoiler alert. Uh, no, just, let's talk about that real quick. Okay, which one? Which bit? I, what ties into Camp Cretaceous? What ties into Dominion? Or at least, what do you believe? So if you don't want to know what ties in, like this is going to be spoilers, full on. Uh, like one thing that ties into Camp Cretaceous, at least unofficially, is the bioluminescence aspect of the mm. show. That also ties into live tour. A- exactly, right? There you go. Cool, everything's tying together. It's one big universe, guys. It's all connected. Yeah, but so there's a bioluminescent raptor in this game, and the gameplay mechanic with the bioluminescent raptor is really cool. Like you, they have you in like this in completely dark room. You got a flashlight. Is and, it like, one of the raptors from part raptor. one? Uh, it's a different raptor actually. Oh, so there's another raptor that comes there's, into play. There are more raptors in this game. Yes. What? There are three in the first part. Where the hell did the other ones? And they're like, oh, we only had three. Where did the like other one ones come new, from? I think there's one new one that came in from somewhere, but like I, it's, it's all explained in the game. Like Mia okay. tells you all like the whole storyline and everything. But either way, I'm not selling it well, but like literally go play this. It's a great story. Okay, and then Dominion. Dominion, I don't remember because I, I was like, oh, Dominion, cool, and I just kept playing. And I literally forgot. <laughs> but there, I think there's some little like it's like on the email or something. It's like a little like nod that might be like, oh, this could like tie into the movie it might be one of those things that like it doesn't seem important now but like once everything's out and somebody's replaying it they're gonna be like it was right in front of us the whole time yeah exactly something like that it's like oh that's what those two guys are talking about on the email like that type of thing it's like a little little thing yeah but either way super cool game yeah i mean i think that's a really cool concept i think it's fun to play i think that it's hard to play because vr requires a large open space Oh, yes, um, yeah, to yeah. run around in and that's very hard to acquire even in like the best like floor plans of houses and apartments um True. my place it's virtually impossible i mean i have a you know my largest room is basically a dining room and it's got a dining room table in it so <laughs> yeah, exactly. I push my dining room table to the other side it's just it's not fun to play in the sense that like i don't really have the 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 navigable 
like navigational ability in my apartment right. to play it. And I imagine many people are in the same place. So then there's the sitting mode. There is a sitting mode. I don't get motion experience. Sick. I don't get motion sick. It's more like playing a video game, like, you know, with the yeah. sticks and whatnot. I don't get motion sick. I got motion sick with that. Oh, no. Um, it's just not the game is not made for VR in terms of like what most people's experience with VR again is going to be. The other thing is it's well made, but it's kind of simplistic. Um, I think it's a pretty good game. I do like it. I do like it. I think it's a shame that the survival concept was used on VR though. Um, I think that I'd be way less pessimistic if we were getting more AAA experiences on traditional gaming platforms. The fact that we're not, makes me a little bit pessimistic because this is sort of like the watered-down gimmick version of what everyone's been asking for. And See, while the storytelling and writing is very good in it, the gameplay is a little simplified, but not simplified sure, sure, enough sure. to make it like perfect for VR, or at least perfect for the average user's experience on VR. We're like, the games like Superhot are really made for VR. Yeah, Superhot's incredible. The way I see it is, it, this is more of like an amusement park kind of ride. Like, it's almost like... It's kind of like a no- I don't want to say novelty, but it feels like a novelty in the sense that like, oh, I went on the Jurassic Park ride. I got this cool story for this little bit in this unique format. This kind of feels like what that it's is. It's just so- hard to play in the sense that it's like hard to find a way to play it, and also not sure, many I people guess. are going to be able to play it because not many people and the VR have headset a itself VR headset. Like the big. The I big, think uh, VR is really cool. Bridge, yeah. I think the game is pretty well made. I it's think accessible. the problem is is the ability to play it is pretty difficult in part because a lot of people don't have VR and then in part because it requires a very um, unrestricted play space. Uh, if you don't get motion sick, then I guess you could play the traditional way, but that's not as fun as like running around and like ducking below covers counters. I really tried. Your knees but get I, very I just, tired. I, tr- I, I tried really that. tried, but I just couldn't do My it because, yeah, I couldn't do it because I didn't have enough room. I was like... Sure like navigating through these tiny like it just it wasn't possible to like run away from a raptor because you just immediately like run face first into a wall like it was just like the way the game wants you you to play it were you physically running in like physical real life space oh yeah like i was running that's that's the issue yeah well you're supposed to no but you're supposed to if the raptor sees you you got to get yourself into that locker that's the thing you got you got i mean i drew my boundary walls and everything like that the problem is is my apartment is your typical american apartment that doesn't have wide open floor plans and where it does have open spaces it's got a couch a cabinet and everything like that like you know it's got a dining room table it's got a radiator it's got narrow doorways i didn't play with a big i played maybe like in a nine by nine space and then but the thing what i did was i used my body as like the head so I used like the left stick to like move my head, like my body, but the right stick was never to look. I would look with my body and my head. So I'd be like, spinning Oh, so circles. you didn't play it fully. You didn't move entirely. No, I didn't like walk. Oh, space. I'll tell you what. It's fun. It's fun when you walk. It's <laughs> well, fun. I, I bet it is. But I need to like, like that's the way that big, though, there's you know? multiple play styles right. for it. So there's like full, like yeah. you're in control of it, like the way that's meant to be played. But you need a goddamn airplane hanger you need an to play that hanger. game. Like, like, like it's yeah. really you need a really big, wide open space to play it like that. It is really cool. I tried playing it for a while, navigating like because you can draw boundary lines, which like you can't see in the game. But like it'll tell you when you're getting close to objects yeah. that you don't want to intersect with. Um, it was just not very playable, but it was cool. It was cool just walking around these areas and looking around. The other thing is, is the art style. The whole idea is you're really there in real life, but the art style breaks that immersion. I've played so yeah, many VR games. Bit, yeah, sure. uh, it's just 
the dinosaurs don't look like Jurassic Park or Jurassic World dinosaurs in the art style. The whole idea is you're supposed to be there. That. It's supposed to be a virtual reality. You're supposed to really believe that you're really there. And the art style breaks that illusion so much. I disagree um, I think, with that, Christopher. I think the Star Wars games do a way better job um, with the... They do. The Star Wars games do a better job, yes. Yeah, Vader Immortal, um, Galaxy's that's, Edge. Yeah, that's, but that's the thing, though. I role-played the hell out of this game when I played it. And even like the cartoon aspect of the game, I, st- I was still sold. Like I was there, you know? I wasn't scared, and I know that if I had like a realistic raptor snarling inside in, inside of me, in front of me, I would wow. have been scared. I would have been very no, scared. No, I, I don't know. I, I felt it. because I, I don't know. Maybe because I was role-playing the game so hard. Like I was like, oh, I'm, I'm this guy. I'm Sam. And like, I don't know. Is that I, his name? I, I think it was Sam, yeah. I felt pretty like engrossed the entire way through. I think this is probably my favorite Jurassic Park or Jurassic World game that's ever been it's made. It's just like Alien Isolation Light Edition. Yeah, and but when I say Light I need, Edition, though. I really do mean Light Edition. But, it's bare bones. But it's yeah, it's bare bones. But it's the thing is, is the bones that you get out of it, they are well made. If you are able to play it, the they problem is, is when you're wearing a VR headset and you're using joysticks, it's so disorientating. I don't get motion sick. Roller coaster uh, simulators don't get me motion sick. A lot of things don't get me motion sick. But if you're playing around and you're not really moving, it's really easy to get motion sick playing. It's I a think hard it's game pers- to play. It's personal dependent at that point. I, I, yeah, I, I think it does depend, but like I can say as somebody that doesn't typically get motion sick, and I've talked to a lot of people that play this game, they're, they a lot of people, not all of them, but a lot of people said the same thing. They're like, man, like they're like, I kind of like it, but they're like, I can only play it like 20 minutes, 30 minutes at a time because then I'm about to like vomit my guts out. And I, I was able to power through but like i was like man i feel like awful while playing this but i want to keep going like i want a cool jurassic world experience that's not building a park um so i powered through perspective buyers i i had no issue with it in terms of bodily function so listen i would be less cynical towards it if i would be less and can you at least agree here i'd be less cynical about it if we were getting more triple a First person, third person, whatever experiences that weren't park builders, um, that weren't. Oh, I get it. I know. I get it. It's like it's like a bit of a bummer. I would think it was the coolest thing ever if we were also getting similar experiences in more traditional formats. I would think this is the coolest thing ever. But because it's the only, it's the only like semblance of a traditional gaming experience we're getting, and it's in such a novelty form factor that's like hit or miss. It's like frustrating to me. I guess that's why. That's why I don't hate it that much because like. I see it more of as a ride than a video game. It's like, oh, it's a quick little two-hour, two-hour, three-hour, uh, like, ride experience, and I'm done with it for, like, a while. It's not like a video game, like, I'm sitting down and, like, grinding away at it. You know, it's, it's a different experience. I set both aside. I suppose. I guess yeah, just if we were getting more traditional experiences, I'd be a little bit more um, accepting of it. But well, I, yeah, I have my I issues with it, but the thing is, I did have fun with it. I did have yes. fun with it, but, like, it Absolutely. was, like, it was fun with a catch. Did well, you finish part two, Chris? No, I haven't even played part two because I can't get well, it to work. Wow, this guy's talking all this mad hate. And he hasn't even finished no, part I can't two. get it to work. I, I have it. I have it downloaded. It just won't boot up. Uh, you have to reinstall both games. I had the same issue. Interesting. Yes. And it let you play it from the start? Yes. Because can, their tech support said you have to beat... Their tech support said you have to beat the first game to play part two. And if you uninstall part one, it will delete your saves. And then you That's, can't play part nope. two. They're wrong. True. Okay, because I was like, I'm like, I'm not playing part one again. No, you can start the the uh, the main menu gives you options to start from part two right away. Okay, cool. Because yeah. they said you had to beat part one before that. That, so. that is not right. 
Okay. Oh, dare they? So the developers do not know what they're talking about. Listen, and also listen they just stopped. They just stopped providing tech support. They eventually like gave up. Now the game's out. Who cares? They're done. Well, they gave <laughs> no. They gave up trying to tell me how to play the game. Like their tech support's like, oh yeah, you have this game. Like oh, we'll help you. They're like well, this I'm is tech weird. This is now, weird. baby. Yeah, and then they just, they just stopped replying. But that's interesting. So the game developers yes. don't know how. You just took a leap of faith. You deleted it, reinstalled it, and it worked. Yes, because I was in the same issue as you were, and I was like, I, I got to play this game now, and I was just re- reinstalled both games, and it was good to go. Yeah, I was getting to that point, but then all this stuff with my grandma started happening. Yes, of um, so, uh, yeah. Anyways, by the way, she might be coming, going home tomorrow or the next Heck day. Heck yes. Things aren't hey, great, hey. but, you know. Hey, a little bit of good news on the podcast. Hopefully. Yeah, Fingers crossed, man. Yeah, absolutely. Aftermath, though, part two is the final part. Yes. yes. There's no part three coming. No. No, no. The ending is pretty, part- uh, it's pretty, it pretty much ties into Fallen Kingdom. And then it makes a lot of sense like what how it ends. Is the volcano? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. This Everyone is this is before that time. From what I recall, this is before that time. It's like um, right after Jurassic World. Yeah, it does. I was really hoping that Camp Cretaceous would actually let us see the Velociraptors from after. Oh, you know what? I thought I thought that was going to happen too. I thought I it, was like, thought oh it would be. Because yeah. we're talking about it all being connected, it all being canon and whatnot. I thought there's a f- there's a few things that I think Camp Cretaceous dropped the ball on, and maybe it's not Camp Cretaceous dropping the ball on, but Universal not communicating all the different stories that they're creating with their partners. But I think Camp Cretaceous should have seen the Troodon, or at least a hint of Doctor Kate Walker and the Troodon program um, from Live Tour. And then mm. I think that uh, we should have absolutely seen the Raptors from Aftermath at like at some point something like new new Raptors because they even put like lore into these Raptors so they're like oh yeah, yeah they're custom they're them, sm- yeah. they're like they're smaller than your traditional Velociraptor like there's the reason issues, why they look yeah. yeah the reason why they look different and the reason why they act different and everything like that is because they are bred to be different but the, the program wasn't finalized so it would have been cool to see Raptors that are like more colorful and a little tweakier than blue but also smaller. Oh, but one more thing. I forgot to mention this. Uh, but wait, there's obviously, more. At this, at, at this point, everyone knows that uh, B.D. Wong is in the game as mm-hmm. his voice for Henry Wu. But spo- I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. Maybe it might be, but if it's a spoiler or whatever, uh, you can hear Jeff Goldblum in this game. He plays yes. a prominent role. Yeah. A you, prominent you, uh, cameo role. You access him through like audio logs. through the Exactly. Whatnot, it's very like, relevant to the story. It's very cool. No, the voice acting in the game and the story in the game is actually really, really cool. I enjoyed really that aspect. Cool, it's what made me power through being motion sick while playing the game the entire time. I think you'll like part two a lot. There's a lot of cool, like, oh, this, oh my God, there's one. Yeah, there's, there's one thing. I don't want to spoil too much. Just spoil it. Picture. No, I'm not going to spoil it because I want people to play the game. There's oh, I've seen it on Twitter. Made me, uh, it, hit me in the, it hit me in the soul. I, I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That hit me real, real. But with the, how the story like concludes. And oh, so there's the like a, it's not just like a little Easter. No, egg. it's, like, it's, like, it's like, like a okay. thing. It, then it, it hits me in the soul. I'm like, oh, I like this game. Yeah, cool. That just sold me on it. No, anyway, I mean, the game. there's really, a lot really cool. to like about that game. I honestly just don't think it needed to be a VR game. It didn't need to be a VR VR game for sure. That's that's absolutely for sure. But it is I, what it I is, think... and it's it's a cool experience for what it is. Yeah, no, I just think I would like it better if they would have leaned more into tr- traditional gameplay because it seems like they took a traditional gameplay concept and then shoehorned it into a VR concept. That would easily could... be a, a like a like a thirty dollar, forty dollar Xbox or PS five game or whatever. Yes, yeah. easily. Uh, yeah. Um. Anyhow, that's my rant you, on. How, 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 can <laughs> how can they win the codes? How can they win the codes? So if you want to play. 
game. <laughs> you can win it for free. We <laughs> have to do is like this podcast on our YouTube, uh, comment on the podcast, and make sure you subscribe to the In General Podcast YouTube channel. And uh, you will be entered into the draw for a winning part one and part two of Aftermath. But guys, we have some questions to get through. I love questions. We have some great questions this time. We always do. We have this one. If you could choose any of the movie characters to make an appearance in Camp Cretaceous, who would it be? Lewis Dodson. <laughs> Some silence. I was That's thinking. a good one. You want Dodson in season four? I That's wonder. A good one. I think so. Just a, just a quick introduction. Just a little quick intro. I guess if Biosyn is in, that makes sense. Um, I'm trying to think. Shoot, now that you put that I have in my some, head, like, I have two. Now, now that you put that in my head, it's hard for me to think of anything else. Alan Grant, um, you, uh, Ellie Sattler. I'm telling you. Mm. I just feel I like can it's see really... it, man. I can see it. There's gonna be a hit. Last episode, I can honestly, see it now. honestly, I find like I really think that it's gonna be hard to kind of like, I don't know. Hold on, Jack. What about you? <laughs> You're really struggling with this question. It's a hard he question, put... dude. No, like he put Dotson in my head. And now I'm like, shoot. I'm like, I need it's a different Dotson, answer. Grant or Sattler? It's one of the. It's probably all three, honestly. Jake Johnson's character, Lowry. Really? That'd, be a, that'd be a strange one, but okay. It'd be a strange one, but it would fit Camp Cretaceous. And I think it's from Jurassic World, really, because it's comical. So it would fit the kind of animated form. I suppose he knows Jurassic World's computer systems, and should Dave and Roxy need help, like trying to locate oh, the campers and whatnot, wow. Lowry yeah. Somebody's got to stay a... around. He never left the island. He's just there with like a beard. <laughs> He's been watching the kids the whole time from the control room. Just like, come on, you can do you it. Just come here. <laughs> Come to me. I can't leave this room. Um, no, shoot. Um, that's not a bad. That's not a bad answer. That's not a bad answer at all. I think Lowry um, makes sense. Uh, cool. I think maybe what would be interesting, without knowing like what roles they play, so this might not make sense. I think it would be interesting to be introduced to one of the new characters from Dominion. Um, maybe cool. De- maybe Dewanda Wise or somebody else that's like a new character in D- Dominion that we know is playing a bigger role. I think it'd be fun to kind of meet one of them through Camp Cretaceous first. Again, that's tentative because we don't know what roles they're playing. So just ultimately in the end game, it might not make sense. But with what little we know right now, that'd be cool. Because I think meeting somebody first, somebody first through yeah. uh, Camp Cretaceous would be fun. Especially if if the the timeline had always been that this season would drop before Dominion, then it, it, mm-hmm. it does make sense to introduce one of those characters. Um, oh, but we have been not at that point. Yeah, sure, sure. Gosh. Interesting. No, I guess out of pure because if we could do whatever we wanted, man. I don't know, put Eric Kirby in there, put Paul Kirby, put Amanda <laughs> in there, wherever they, no, they go to. Imagine if there's Oklahoma, Paul Kirby. that's the desert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kirby, Peyton Tile Plus. That's it. <laughs> uh, okay, great question. Okay, so there's another one here. Uh, I think we've been asked this before, but I always love this question. What would your ideal post-Dominion scenario be for Jurassic? More films or more TV slash Netflix shows? Why not both? Why not both? I don't know where I, I want the series to go. It really does depend it's on what so happens hard. in Dominion. But I know that yeah, if they are continuing Jurassic, then I want them to go small budget movies. Um, at serious in movies. Which case, so I'd like some, some thrillery kind of movies. However, I think also a prequel series 
um, for Netflix or something like that. Live action Jurassic. No, the creation of the park and creation of the park. Whether it's whether it's Jurassic Park or the creation of Jurassic World. I, you know, even seeing the cleanup of Nublar building into Mizrani building Jurassic World would be a really cool sure. prequel. Uh, it's not the first thing I want, but there's something there. Yeah, Heyday for sure. Sorna, why not? Um, you know, I think assuming that we want to take time to figure out what the future of the franchise looks like and wait for the right person to come along to do that, I think a great that's spot to explore would be the open park era of Jurassic World. So that's between 2005 and 2015. Um, I, I would love to see an anthology, like a slight anthology series where maybe things start to connect a little bit, but I'd love to see an anthology series where um, maybe we follow like the day-to-day lives of the park workers in Jurassic World. You know, see the day of a vet, see the day of an ACU trooper, see the day of like, you know, get to see the park and then also start to explore the bigger story through their perspectives in interesting ways. I think it'd be a great way to get dinosaur action where it's also not like, Oh, this is where everything falls apart. It's like, Oh, well this is what the day-to-day life of a vet is like when it turns out that they need to go. Bobby got trampled the other day by a triceratops. Yeah. Like, or like we got like a rampaging dinosaur (laughs) out there. We got a dinosaur that's like raging. Bobby's dead. Uh, (laughs) He got trampled. (laughs) You got a dinosaur that is raging right now. You got to throw yourself in the middle of it. Also, just like, I don't know. I think there's a lot of stories to tell, and I think there's a lot of parts of the park that we never saw. It'd be a way to expand the world. It'd be a way to really celebrate Jurassic World. That should be an animated series. Perhaps. I think I'd like to see it live action. I would like to see it like a live action limited series. So, like, not an ongoing series. Like, six episodes, anthology, where we follow a different character each episode, but by the end, each episode directed by a fan. <laughs> each episode directed directed by a different director fan um but by the like when you start to get to the I'll end go. it starts to tie together a little bit more and maybe it can plant a seed maybe it can plant mm. a seed that is paid off in dominion so it's not so much like what the future of the franchise is but we see that it was all leading to this everything you know what could, at this point but uh no i think it'd be fun to play with that and i think there's a lot of dinosaurs in jurassic world we never saw a lot of locations we never saw and if we get the open park existed it happened i feel like we did not play in that sandbox enough so we might as well play in it yeah i think there's definitely some stories there. i think for me just purely from like what i want out of the jurassic franchise i would even take at this point a, a smaller movie but a movie that is about a group of people going to one of the islands while it's Jurassic Park three, not Jurassic Park three, but you know, like something that's just that I want to see that kind of exploration again, the isolation feeling. I want to see that in Jurassic and while that might not be for everyone at this point, because the franchise has moved on so far from that original concept. I, I still just, I love seeing that a group of people that go somewhere for a specific reason. And then ultimately their lives are in danger and they have to survive and they're abandoned on this Island. They're discovering secrets and whether that could dive deeper into the lore of Jurassic and sauna and Hammond or something, or whether it explores site C and whatever was going on there. But just that idea, again, it's something I'd like to see, but I know that we're probably well past that with the franchise now, unless it's prequel related and really, really left field idea i've always had that i thought would be a lot of fun and like a bit of an homage to alien would be like a shipping vessel a shipping vessel but like maybe like a super giant one like a fictional shipping vessel that's almost like a cruise ship with like different like crew quarters and whatnot where 
they're they're stranded at sea and like a pack of like there's limited crew and like a pack of velociraptors got lit loose on it and like their communications Ooh, are cool. isolated for whatever reason so it'd be like a very weird isolated one-off almost an homage to alien where oh, you the have like, Ventra, dude. yeah where you have these raptors on this well no something bigger i'm talking like one of those mega cruise ships <laughs> that are like basically no like one of those mega cruise ships that are like basically like a hotel on water and then you have these raptors on it and you have these the crew members stranded for multiple days trying to like out in the middle of nowhere no communication and whatnot there's a lot of there's a Could lot end of up what feeling is. like Poseidon or something like that, you know, they're all <laughs> climbing through the hull of the ship, and like, I just think it, it just the water's coming like up a, for some reason. A really <laughs> yeah. cool idea, I like to explore, and it could be like a lot of fun and very tight, very limited focus. It's just the idea of these characters surviving in these animals on this one boat, and it's not that, like man. grand scale. It's just very tight. Yeah. It could be like it could almost like it almost would be like Jurassic World's Black Mirror. Like I could see like a forty-four minute episode working like you know what i mean like if we're talking like black mirror where it's man. like 44 minutes to an hour and 20 minutes or so where it's like standalone it's not quite a film but it's also not quite just an episode something like that would be a lot of fun and that's where, well, I'm, where think, I'm thinking episodic that could be like part of the episodic i think like, you're right during chris. the time that the park was open okay we have another question this is a question specifically for chris i would imagine do you wow. know why mattel is coloring their dinosaurs like trodon from jurassic park the game no I don't okay, know. Cool. Next question. I, <laughs> Next it's question. very it's so it's really interesting. No, I have no goddamn idea. Um I think it's interesting because Captives has the Herrerasaurus coming out that um that is based off Jurassic Park the game. And they didn't they didn't pull that out on their own. That that was something that was given to them. I, I think it's just really there's species that were on Jurassic Park's list, and I think Universal then goes through and like, have we ever done anything for this species? And whatever the first time they've ever like done something is where they just pull from. And like, yeah, I don't think that they're going to dictate that to be in the films necessarily, but they're just like, oh, well, here's some reference material. Here's what a Trodon looked like when we did it. Here's what a Herrerasaurus looked like when we did it. I don't think they're necessarily saying it's canon, but I think they're just referring to it. I also think that these partners are allowed to do whatever they want, should they choose, because we've seen with Jurassic World Evolution, they do whatever they want. We saw Jurassic World Jurassic World, Jurassic World Live Tour. They just <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic World Live Tour. They made a giant compy as a Trodon. So, um, they surely aren't <laughs> throwing shade, eh? Oh, um, fuck. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're certainly not. I uh, can. They're certainly not stuck with those designs. But I do think it's cool, and it would be cool if we eventually got Trodon and like it was loosely inspired by the game. I used to say no, but like my perspective has changed on that. <laughs> so we have another question here from uh, it might be a little controversial, but uh, if uh, if the weaponized dinosaurs plot continued, do you think that we could have gotten a scene of a Triceratops fighting the Taliban? <laughs> what the heck? I'm not what touching that. Um, okay, Who so is that we... from? A venomous Frenchie. Wow. <laughs> So you know, <laughs> I mean, um, wasn't that wasn't that the entire like log line of Jurassic Park four before it like became so the um, sales the sales script was yeah, about a terrorist kind of organization like, yes yeah, kidnapped a child. We shouldn't laugh. It's kind of it's kind of what it was based on, man. I guess. No, I know. Well, we should laugh, maybe, but not laugh. I mean, okay, so it was gonna happen. 
there was always a, no. So it ended up being right? a drug cartel in the John Sayles script. They they probably realized that maybe making dinosaurs fighting terrorists might be like a little too sensitive. So they're like drug cartels. You can still make fiction about <laughs> drug cartels. Um, <laughs> you're wrong because they literally didn't they not have one of the original Jurassic World, the Jurassic Park for. Uh... Park script and Jurassic with, with fucking raptors fighting Jurassic World from the um not John Sales um Jaffa Silver like before Colin yeah. took over it it either opened or it closed with him taking down like a terrorist organization like a nondescript terrorist organization in like a nondescript like deserty location yeah so with it came back twice yeah um thank God they can that because one thing what the hell also another thing what the hell <laughs> like it's bad taste. Um, um, sure. yeah, oh, it's bad taste and it's not Jurassic Park. It's like, what? Um, no, but none of that could we have seen it Jurassic, to be honest with so you? Odd. To be honest with you, yeah, we if they would have went in that direction, yes, we could have seen it. I mean, in the John Sayles script, they dropped an ankylosaurus from a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that they dropped the ankylosaurus out and it parachutes I down. Read that script once, man, it was a long time ago. It has a Dilophosaurus swinging tree to tree. It's not called Dilophosaurus, it's called the um. It's like the Spit. scientific name of the spitting lizard, but it's a Dilophosaurus swinging tree to tree with its tail, um, yeah. like 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 it's the using thing its is, tail as like an appendix. At this point, if you haven't read the John Sayles Jurassic script, you need to because you know what we should do. And that Antic Call News article that that unveiled it before the script did actually leak, where they say you know they this is a it, franchise man. maker or breaker. Oh, he's not. I like, guarantee you. I guarantee you. Actually, maybe I know that somebody involved with it leaked it so that the movie never got made <laughs> because oh, they knew Steven it was going to kill the franchise. It. Oh God, that no Spielberg wouldn't leak it. Um, but anyhow, you hear it here. For, we should folks, make a GoFundMe, and we should make a GoFundMe, and then we should do an animated uh, mini show. Um, I would like bringing, to, bringing the John Sayles script to life. <laughs> that would be so. We're supposed to do a, a read of that many, we many should years. Do a read through yeah, that. but we I'm, I'm up in, I'm up in the scale now. Please up it, boys. Let's, you never got it the first time. Let's do, do an animated show. I mean, it would take money, but if we could pay people to do like do animation, we could okay, orchestrate that. That could happen. <laughs> I'd be down. We could do. I we could, could do some voiceover work. We can then, yeah, do voiceovers. Bring in the community to take on different characters. Oh, I'm excited about the so funny. It would be really fun. <laughs> I, so I would, here's another here's another we can uh, direct an episode like we can like separate it into different episodes like break down the in different episodes different people can there direct the different episodes so hey here's another question and this is something we did kind of already ask uh, answer but um if we go to sauna i assume for camp cretaceous what would be your favorite locations to visit and what is your favorite sauna species so uh, we did kind of ask this question but we didn't really go into depth about where they could go on sauna where the kids would go or just generally where we would return to what would we see Obviously, the embryonic em, embryonics administration building. Yeah, the EA. Um, e, e, a a the sports. It's in the game. Uh, <laughs> the worker village has got to be the, the village. Is all I want, but you got to think if modern day the worker village, it's going to be on the ground. Well, <laughs> like it's, a, it's a cartoon, man. It might not be. Never know. No, yeah, true. It, it's, it, this is as it was back then. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, plus, it would have been built. It would have been built uh, more solidly built than a uh, set facade. So just because the set facade is on in the ground doesn't mean no the, no uh, I'm not talking world. about the embryo I'm talking about the workers village it was it was like rotted in lost world rotten and know. falling apart like in 2015 it's all exponential it's like an exponential decay it doesn't it doesn't 
It would be de- it would be in rough fashion. shape, but like it would there would probably still be recognizable elements. Some of the structures would be there, but yeah. again, it's animated show, right? So they could just they could just all be standing. But I would, would like to see cool more to of the workers' village. village, like like we what saw in the workers' village, like we saw behind the scenes from the Lost World. We saw the workers' village was a lot larger. We see that in Trespasser, so it would be cool to yeah. see like an expansion of it, like really see those elements that we know were meant to exist, but it's like, quite never small saw. in Trespasser. To be fair, it's smaller than the Lost World. Yeah, it, well, I always see that space, as like an but it's more spread out, and then half the yeah. buildings oh, aren't the same. I always saw that as like a separate offshoot. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, it's definitely not all of it. Like, yeah, it's definitely supposed to be a lot. So it would be cool to see that, and it'd be cool if we can get the Carnotaurus, the camouflaging Carnotaurus scene. I'm hit and miss on that because it's, it was like the Indominus thing, so it'd be almost weird giving it to the Carnotaurus, but. At the same the time, the way that scene like is written in the Lost World novel is fantastic. It's so like cool. That, That's yeah, the thing. The, the camouflage yeah. idea is wasted on the Indominus. They don't use it in a very fast... I, I really appreciate the fact that they try to bring that forward. I really do. I think that was a really cool nod. The problem is they never really wrote a good sequence the way the Lost World's... Like, the Lost World novel, it's not as good as Jurassic Park at all. It's actually not great. It's one of Crichton's worst novels. It feels unfinished to me. Um... It's got a lot of good ideas. It just Wrong. doesn't feel as polished. It doesn't feel as polished. <laughs> but that Carnotaurus scene is so memorable. There's also a lot of other memorable scenes, like when they're in, like when he's in the raptor like roll cage and the raptors are rolling him around, Tumble like him around and whatnot. Um, when, when Eddie, it's, it's Eddie, a great. Or is it Nick? It really is. One of them gets pulled off of the high hide from the raptors. Um, the yeah, the raptors climb up into the high hide or try and climb yeah, the tree. It's in. there are oh, yeah, the tree. they pull the environmental horror into the lost world novel really well where like you're like stuck in like a little situation and there's nowhere to go and he's got to let it play out that's something that i feel like the movies just have not done a good job of like like you know what if you're mountain climbing and there's velociraptors on the top and there's velociraptors on the bottom i don't know just something silly like that like what what do you do what do you do if you're stuck in a valley and a stampede happens with dinosaurs like that, that I mean, a valley, valley. Kingdom, to be no fair. it didn't that wasn't a stampede yes, that wasn't they a went to the water and the i'm talking like a valley. proper stampede like you know like wildebeest like shoulder forest. like wildebeest shoulder to shoulder type of stampede where you're like have narrow oh Jurassic run, Park like, had that yeah no that again that was just more of a herd running i'm talking about like a stampede that you will get trampled to death i would love to play environmental the just the concept of you know this this planet being unforgiving sometimes and then couple that with dinosaurs and see how that plays and i feel like the lost world novel did that sure so for sorna locations i don't know tie into the lost world novel (laughs) oh maybe the game trail though seriously that whole game trail location could be could be a cool thing that could be fun i I love that especially if it's still being used as a game trail and Mm -hmm. you know just generally it's a game trail Carnival's hunt on game trails, Mr. Ludlow. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to set up like base camp or a buffet? I know it too buffet. much, Chris. I know it too much. Let's find a new spot, shall we? Shall we? Over and out. Over and out. Peter. <laughs> well, we gotta, we gotta, gotta hang watch. out again and watch this movie, man. I gotta watch Lost World. But yeah, we gotta watch Lost World. Um, okay, so I think... We got a sauna. Like Any other questions? Favorite sauna species. Uh, there is a question Final. here. Oh, JP3 Raptors. Favorite Final. sauna species. Yeah, Pteranodons as well. I'd love to see them. Oh, and, yeah, uh, Spinosaurus. I just love the Pteranodons. Spinosaurus. See, that's the thing. JP3 did it so well. I introduced two new species. Well, arguably two new species. Pteranodon, right? And then the Spinosaurus. Pteranodon was in the end of the Lost World, but not really. Um, and then the introduced so new iterations of the Jurassic Raptors. Jurassic Park 3 did it right. Yeah, those, um, yes, it did, All brother. of those dinosaurs are iconic. 
Yeah. They're, no, they're the dinosaur, I mean, that's the power of uh, Stan Winston and Crash McCurry as well. Um, and, another and species that people forget about because it's not as iconic as, uh, as you know, some of the JP3 raptors and whatnot, though, the Pachycephalosaurus. Yeah, I like those. Um, I think it's a really cool dinosaur. Um, I would have loved to see more of it. It's got you a really cool design. The world. Yeah, I mean, you kind of see them. Did. So yeah, it's a show. shame. It's a shame that Camp Cretaceous didn't. I think that that would have been a great dinosaur to throw into Camp Cretaceous. But anyhow, maybe that should have been the dinosaur when they that. come off in season three when they come off the docks and they're in <laughs> the that environment. This is the Aranosaurus. Would have been cool a dinosaur that has no basis in the franchise so far, yeah. but like I do like have it. The Apache's really cool. ramming yeah, towards cool. them and ramming the metal containers and shipping containers. I could, I don't know, that could have been interesting. Or just yeah. Apache somewhere in that. In but maybe we'll see them in uh, season four. Yeah, oh, a new island awaits cool. after all. So it's a new island for the campers, and they would look they would look good in a deserty environment as well. If like they're well, the stolen kids? off of Sorna, I mean, <laughs> Christopher, Christopher. <laughs> source. So we have a final question here, and there's three questions. Nope, there's four. <laughs> what? what? So, so the first one, what is your ideal Jurassic Park aesthetic, as in the designs, colors, architecture, things like that? OJJP. So for me, I think it's the dilapidated abandonedness of Lost World. Wow. That's fair. That's that's the ideal. The jungle, wetness, smoke. I should share my mind. Yeah, that's right. The Mine's abandoned buildings, embryon- embryonics buildings, abandoned dinosaurs in yeah, the jungle. Yeah, dilapidated the way to go. The jungle yeah, drives in Lost World. Come on. Come on. Come on. Um, heck yeah. Humid. Humid. As weird as it sounds, an aesthetic for Jurassic Park in the Lost World is humidity. You look humid like... right now, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, humidity. Humid. humidity like that sense of just that humidity it's the only thing that's on his mind because grip. i ask him during podcasts to turn his acs off so he's just he's just sat in a <laughs> he's humid like room he's like <laughs> i'm human it's <laughs> humid um no i think that sort of wild gritty safari look you know you're in the wild there's like sort of like a safari ad- that safari adventure mixed the haze just like in gritty the wilderness like humidity GD, yeah. yeah i get it that's yeah. cool yeah that mixes well with lost world aesthetic as well i think um I those agree. are very jurassic yep okay next question what do you think the franchise truly stands for cautionary tale of science and greed Ooh. yeah science versus nature greed versus yeah. greed versus i guess like i don't know because the game's mind blown right now wow mm, he's too humid for this um i'd say <laughs> life life finds a way <laughs> Life finds a way. Don't so science is the answer, I guess. Before. Yeah, stood on the uh, shoulders of geniuses. Before you Something about lunchbox. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, greed, 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 and science versus yeah. nature and like intentions. Yeah. Um, you know, science isn't the enemy but a lot of times these corporations then use it in that way in Jurassic in a way that sort of they try to play God and it backfires yeah Jurassic World is more about techno thriller power of science um, yeah but I, I do love the idea of wilderness it, wilderness is a very big part of it just with untouched by man I think Outside. it's the fact that, that like you know flowers yeah Lilacs. Uh, okay so th- there's one more question and this one is quite a good question so in what way do you think the franchise can continue in a way that actually matters and still remains significant to the story post dominion human cloning 
I'm not kidding, man. That's really it's that's like the most interesting, like relevant thing with me. Well, come on, let's be honest. They already have human animal hybrids. It's already a thing. Yeah, Indoraptor. So, are we past that point? Are we now nice, Chris. getting an OnlyFans show from Chris on webcam? Apparently. <laughs> very flexible, very flexible. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know the answer to this How question. Could it this is tough. It's in a way that they're not wrong. It, it's you have to be careful with sequels because they end up feeling stale. Too. It's like why, why? Oh, because that whole meme, right? They've opened Jurassic Park six times and they never learn. It's like okay, well, not <laughs> well, quite. We well, wait, 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 wait. It's opened. It's only been opened once, and that was a, <laughs> that was not. And it's not it the time you think it is. Yeah, but. It is interesting. It gets stale quick. I mean, they ran out of steam after Jurassic Park 3, and after Jurassic Park 3 wasn't as successful, they realized they really had to have the right formula for it. And they never found that. They still haven't found that. So it's interesting to know how could it continue. And I think that's where, when we ask about what do we want to happen after Dominion, and we all, all of us kind of agree, like, let's have some like smaller movies and a TV show. It's because we know that another movie would be hard to get right. Um, mm-hmm. And time, I think there's a lot of ways, tell, smaller stories to tell within it. And I think it's just taking that idea of a world where this type of genetic technology exists, but also now I guess the dinosaurs are in the wild and seeing where that lands. And to be honest with you, I mean, at this point, why not look into like Cenozoic creatures? I don't want to see that. It's not as cool as a dinosaur to me. I um, get the idea behind it. I don't think it's as cool, though. I No, that's fair. But they look too I, much I, like normal animals. I don't know. There are some weird ones. I there are some really weird animals that lived during those times. It'd be fun to see them, you know, skirmish with a dinosaur. Um, I don't know. I think it's just taking the idea of what what reason do humans have to delve into that type of genetic technology? What are they trying to achieve from it? You can make a lot of different reasons and a lot of different like motivations. Find a good motivations, find a good point in the world. Hell, it'd be interesting if like what if they start cloning ancient humans? I think you gotta spin this series off, man. Like what if they start like cloning cavemen? Exactly. You gotta spin it off. It's gotta be something other than Jurassic Park. But like dinosaurs are already wild and in, in nature at this point. So like yeah, exactly. so there's always going to be thing. dinosaurs. So now yeah. it's like what It'll if they're doing other now. things? But you gotta give exactly. them good you gotta give them good motivations. It can't be about a park and it can't be evil. It's gotta be they had good motivations. Anymore, they had to have good motivations and it went wrong. That's where that is where the Jurassic World sequels kind of have messed up, especially with Fallen Kingdom, is what the hell was the point of the Indoraptor? Where were the good motivations? Cash money. It was just, at least with Hammond, you see where his motivations were. In his mind, he was just making a prehistoric animal park. To him, that sounded pretty harmless and pretty cool. But, yeah. like, these, like, evil mustache twirling villains being like, we're going to militarize raptors and sell them to, like, evil people. Like, it just doesn't, they need to get back to that sense of Jurassic Park where the motivations were earnest and then things go awry. Um, and play with the, play with genetic capabilities and technology and looking at it from a world perspective and see where it goes from there and see what a world with dinosaurs in it that you just can't go back on what does that look like what does sure. that look like it could be pretty cool um and then hell i don't know what type of i, I always thought bringing dx would be cool but make it a little bit I don't different think you can or, with, the, with the current climate uh, well i think it was, what if you made, it was originally in it man Remember what if you made dx what if you made DX affect birds? So it's like a bird flu, but it doesn't get into humans. But like there's like a giant bird population die off and they're like, shoot, 
we need to figure out why birds are dying because it's actually affecting things in a very negative way across the world. Like it's not. Just I like, think oh. at this point, and then any... and then they have to realize, oh my god, it's coming from the dinosaurs, and then they have to go back to the origins. They have to go no, back because to at Isla this Sorna. point, anything virus or like pandemic or outbreak related is gonna be like, oh, they're just cashing in on COVID, even though we know DX is uh, kind of like in the lore but... already. I think it's what it's going to look like at least. Yeah, I mean Hollywood studios definitely overthink things and underthink things, underthink things at the same time. So you might be right, but I think that's the way to go. I think DX was originally in Jurassic World, at least some sort of hints in it, in Dominion at least. At least there was some sort of hints. Remember the uh, Colin or someone involved in production said like. Once COVID hit, Jeff Goldblum. Go Jeff Goldblum things. was like, "Oh, there were some sensitive subjects there, like a little too See, close think, to the global events." And I was I like, "I think what the that hell was probably that the DX man. I think that was DX. I it could have been, you know, it could have I been. think it, it was been something Biosim were doing, maybe. Maybe and it's could've a bad book now, considering what's going on with the world. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's very it's going to be interesting going back after the movies come out and like looking through all the potential things that were going to be this movie. I look forward to hearing about that. As inevitably eventually come out. There's a lot to look forward to from this point forward. We have on December 3rd, we have Camp Cretaceous Season 4. Mm-hmm. We have Evolution 2 coming out in. Do we have a date for that? November it's 9th. November, November, November 9th, it's very, I think. It's very soon. My God. Yes. And I think the Jurassic World Divinion trailer somewhere in between those times. Wow. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah, so really great questions. Again, as always, we, uh, we enjoy going through those questions. But. It is time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. Always a sad time. Forever. Episode 97 is done. Get the hell out of here. Turn off your computers. Turn around. Go outside. Especially if it's raining. Especially Especially if it's nighttime. Go missing. Go missing. Don't do that. Go outside and go missing. You'll end up on another podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We don't want to do that. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> but thank you for listening stick, as always. Um, remember the uh, the giveaway com- contest for uh, winning part one and part two of Jurassic World Aftermath. All you have to do is like this episode on YouTube, comment this episode on YouTube, and be sure you're subscribed to the channel. We will pick the winners by the next episode. And yeah, I mean, there's been a lot to go over, and I think next episode we're going to have a lot to go over too. There's some big things dropping. Yes. Um, so yeah, as always, guys, big thank you so much for joining beginnings. me. That's it. It's Prometheus, I'd say. Prometheus was a Prometheus. great movie. Great movie. I liked it, it a lot. So much oh, better yeah, than Alien Covenant. So much better than Alien Covenant. Yeah, but I still liked that movie. I had a I hated Alien Covenant. Movie.